It's a bitch hunt. 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 Now, this is an exciting episode for us because... For me, too. Yeah, Whoa. if you just heard that voice, I'm sure you're aware of the famous mole man who has dug his way across the country 1,000 miles at a time. And, of course, the famous mole man is Frank Meyer, who just happened to pop up by accident into Jacob's apartment. It was, let me tell you what, it was a real shock. Uh, you know, I was just minding my business, my own business. I was staying put, uh, at the request, at the personal request of Governor Tim Walls, uh, minding my own business and lounging on the couch when who would pop out of the floor of my apartment than, uh, a dear friend, uh, friend of many years, a man who, uh, I had somewhat lost touch with when he started uh, assuming his alter ego as the Mole Man and traveling across the United States. Well, it's it's hard to stay in touch with a man who's literally underground for 11 and a half months out of the year. Very poor self-service. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So t- tell me what it's like being above ground, Frank. Well, it's very bright, as you can tell by yeah. my sunglasses I have on, yeah. even though it's yep, yep. 7 p.m. Um, right, right. Everything is a bit loud. I am mm-hmm. mostly used to vibrations, which is how I knew sure. to come to your apartment, Jacob, as I heard a, a small buzzing sound that uh, I couldn't tell what it was, but I, I, I understand it to be some kind of uh, razor or, or hair implement. <laughs> I, <laughs> I wasn't going to bring that up, but now the cat's out of the bag. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, so, Jacob, you're... Bald as an egg. Yeah, <laughs> dude, you look like a beautiful baby boy. So fresh out the womb with a here's beard. Here's something that some listeners might know about me, is that normally on an average day, I got a lot of hair on my head. Um, not so much today. Uh, in, in an act of non-quarantine-induced uh, ins- insanity, but rather uh, just genuine curiosity, uh, I went uh I went along with one of my lifelong dreams of seeing what it would be like to have a bald head and I shaved all my hair off and this is not a joke I did shave all my hair off. Yeah. Um and it's really and it's if really you're weird. A really devout listener. Uh you'll be disappointed in Jacob because you know he was supposed to grow his hair out to look like Kenny G. Oh shit. <laughs> I forgot I forgot that I made that promise to the listeners. I'm sorry. I will I will, from this point on, grow out my hair. I mean, there's really nowhere to go but up from the situation that I'm in right now. And I actually, I do uh, intend... Unless you're our friend Frank, because he likes to burrow down. That's very true. Um, yes, so all of this was to say that Frank popped out of my apartment, uh, drawn in by the sound of the buzzing clippers, right when I was shaving my head. And so, I mean, we're now kind of by necessity uh, quarantined together. Yeah, um, Frank, you had no clue that social isolation was a thing, and now you're just stuck there. Well, how I don't could know. he? No. Yeah, how could he? Um, and I told him that I was going to be recording an episode of Pitch Hunt tonight, um, and asked him to stay in the other room uh, while we did it. But uh, 
I refused. He told me he, he he refused. He first first off, he literally stamped his his foot, his muddy foot on the ground three times, and said, "No, I refuse to leave the room." Um, although I have been underground for eleven and a half months, uh, at the beginning of that eleven and a half months, I downloaded onto my iPod Nano uh, the first few episodes of Pitch Hunt, and I'm familiar with what Pitch Hunt is. I have been listening to them on loop. That's the only audio I've had. So as you <laughs> right. can imagine, it means quite a bit to me. To be in the same room as one of its hosts. Yeah. It's the only voices you've and heard for the last year. Is it true, Frank, that as you were digging, the only thing that you were thinking about was crafting the perfect movie pitch? Absolutely, it is. With every okay. that's, this is an eleven months in the making pitch here. Incubating. Folks. It's been incubating for these eleven months. Um, so, so Frank, the the original plan for this episode was going to be. Uh, it was going to be a specific director, uh, and we had a Twitter poll up, which, of course, you couldn't see because you were underground. No self service. Did you? Yeah. Did you? Did you happen to? <laughs> did you happen to plan a pitch that has a specific director in mind? I do not, but I would love advice on which director you think would be a good fit for it. Okay, so tell me, tell me a little bit about this pitch then. If it, if you're not, so this, if you're refusing to to yeah, fit, what, what genres could it fit in? So this yeah. pitch, I think, is is a versatile pitch. It has a lot of potential. Okay. I would say okay. it fits into the following categories: food, okay. Okay. inspirational, mm-hmm. yeah. yep, sure, true story, sure, mm-hmm. Oscar bait, yep, entrepreneurial, <laughs> naturally, heist, and uh-huh. foreign la- and foreign language. It fits into gotcha. all of those. All of them. So is that going to be the t- is that going to be the title of this episode? Oh man! Because I I, I will say yes. that we yeah. we re- we recently <laughs> did a food uh, episode. Okay. Uh, I don't know if that, that one is released yet, um, but we did do a. Food I don't know. Episode. Been underground. The, the food episode. Yeah. <laughs> you, I'm pretty sure you wouldn't know. The food episode is the episode that has not been released that tells people to vote in our poll for the director. So <laughs> gotcha. I can see how this all of this would this be is very such a confusing. Pod, guys. It's it's so good. Um. So yeah. I mean, I guess that's uh, that's about the long and the short of it. We. Uh, I, I guess I'm forced to seed. Uh, this episode to you as somebody who's been coming, who's, you know, as you said, had this, this uh, pitch percolating in the old brain hole for the last 11 yeah. and a half months. Um, and if I'm seeing this right, it looks, I can see the wall behind you where the second room where you could have contained Frank yeah. would be. And it looks like he mold dug straight through that wall. He, There's no longer a wall. He did, which is confusing because he came in through the floor but then subsequently burrowed through the wall because he see it, said that he was thirsty and he needed to go get some lemonade. Um, Could have used the door. If I'm being honest with you, probably would have preferred Now you have a second door. door. You're welcome. That's free remodeling. I, I mean, I already do have two doors. I have a, a sliding door that goes up to my balcony. And now mm-hmm. I have three doors. I can, we can make it a fourth. That's three in charge. Too many doors. <laughs> let's, let's Never, not, <laughs> let's not never do turn that. down a door. Let's not you do know? that. I, I, I'm feeling just like... Some real, like, kind of, uh, like, genuine insanity uh, energy coming from Frank right now, and I'm a little bit afraid of him. Um, so I think that maybe he should uh, he should do his he should do his pitch. All right, think, guys? between you. having this pitch and getting a fourth door, I think we've got that choice established. And I really th- yeah, th- I wish we could have both. But yeah, I don't. I, you know, we'll, we'll why not both? 
Especially now that I don't have any hair to keep my head warm. These cold uh, Minnesota April nights are chilly enough with just one extra hole in my wall. So I really don't but need But now you've another. got Frank there to keep you warm. Yeah. You know? <sighs> That's true. You're welcome. You know what? I, I feel like I'm being overly <laughs> negative about this whole having a, a new person in my apartment situation. I apologize for that. Uh, do you do you uh, you just want to blast right into it? Frank? Yeah, let's just let's go. All right, thank All right. you. Let's All go. Right. Let's go. All right. So my pitch opens in Tokyo in the year 1970. Tokyo. Okay. Okay. That was a good year. Mm-hmm. We begin with Mark DeCasas, who you may know from John Wick Three. He played the villainous sushi chef. Sh- su- Sushi, 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 chef. Sushi, chef. The juicy chef. The juicy chef. Gotcha. And Frank, he's a real chef, right? He is a real iron chef. He was. He he is a real iron chef. He has martial arts training. Is he related to presidential can former presidential candidate Michael Dukakis? Is Dukakis not Dukakis? So it's okay. If he is, it's on his mother's side. Okay. What is this guy's name? Mark DeCasos, D-A-C-A-S-O-S. Gotcha. Okay. Ooh, handsome fella. He is a handsome. Go on. I, I think he's ready for a star turn. So, and I think for sure. you're, you're just saying that because he's also bald as an egg, Jacob. <laughs> you're biased now. <laughs> There's some pictures where he has hair. Let's not get hung up on this bald thing, guys. So we opened in Tokyo 1970 where he, <laughs> a single father by the name of Den Fujita, and this is a real okay. person is preparing breakfast with his son, who's eight years old. Mm -hmm. He's making them a breakfast of fish and rice. Mm -hmm. And his son is complaining that he doesn't like fish and rice, and he thinks that it's a bad breakfast. And Den Fujita, our protagonist, informs him, look, rice and fish, this is what I ate when I was having breakfast as a young person. This is what your grandparents had for breakfast. This is is a part of your heritage. But his son is Mm -hmm. like, Dad, I want something new. And he says, someday, son, I will get you something new. So, wow. Dan Fujita. Well, I, just got, a, I just got goose pimples, guys. Quite a That's promise a, to make to your son. Really. On top yeah, of t- my head. Tough promise to keep. Yeah. More than, more than my dad ever there? promised to me. Um, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I was unprovoked. Steve, if you're listening. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's a big, <laughs> pitch. He's a big pitch on fan. Um, <laughs> he, uh, not with two sons. <laughs> I Honestly, he Good kind of doesn't have an stuff. excuse not to at this point. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, so Den's, Den's day job, or his only job, is that he sells purses and handbags to department stores in Japan. Nice. And so he goes to his first department store of the day, which is run by the great Ken Watanabe, playing oh, department ooh. store head. So and good. Uh, they go into some friendly but, but uh, you know, hard negotiations. And sure. Den successfully sells him some purses and handbags. And then he hears through Ken Watanabe that there's a big purse sellers convention happening in Los Angeles that year and that he needs to go to Ooh. Los Angeles to participate in this purse and handbag convention. So he comes is, back home. Oh, it sounds almost too exciting, Frank. I think you might have to tone it down a little bit. All right. Well, it'll pick up soon. And again, it's a true story, which I'm not sure with the exception of most of your pitch on the world's <sighs> tallest man. Which you haven't heard. Oh, you're right. Sorry. Yeah. That <laughs> <laughs> right. All right. 
right. Well, so, I, the, I, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I did tell nope. you about that in the last two hours since you showed up in my right. apartment. Yeah, that's that's yeah, why. That's, well, you downloaded all the pre, the next episodes and listened to them at listen uh, to them seventeen soon, times speed. As, as soon as I got five G back when I resurfaced from ground, it all <laughs> automatically <laughs> downloaded in my phone because I'm subscribed. <laughs> um, it's amazing that your phone kept a charge for eleven and a half months. <laughs> Well, while you're listening to Pitch Hunt nonstop. It, it had no Wi-Fi, no Frank signal, nothing to spend the battery on. That's Amazing. a good point. Yeah. What Amazing. I want to know is, Frank, mm-hmm. if this is a true story, how do you know it? Because it seems pretty obscure. <laughs> like a pretty, you can, you can pretty wait, small time You can story. wait until it's the about, end to tell us that. I can reveal uh, to the we're end. We're just normal, normal American Joes who only know mainstream <laughs> stories. This how is someone so cultured on our pod? <laughs> This this story will become as as normal as apple pie or perhaps hamburgers very soon. Wow. Mm. Okay. All so right. He, Damn. He After leaves this his episode, son. I hope. He leaves his son with the downstairs neighbor who's going to be played by Yo Yo Ma uh, <laughs> to babysit him for the weekend. Um, and he flies to Los Angeles for this purse sellers convention. And we see him rubbing shoulders. I think this is room for a lot of fun cameos from fashion icons. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you want to name a few real quick? Uh, Giorgio Armani. I think he's still alive. Don't um, think he is, but go ahead. Nah, he dead. There's there's a show called The Assassination of. That's Louis Versace. Giorgio Armani. I'm pretty sure. That's the assassination oh, really? of Louis Versace. <laughs> I stand corrected. I'm sorry, dude. You just got straight you just got up. You just got straight up, bitch. Frank slapped. <sighs> no, nah, he's did. he's alive as heck. So he can be in the movie. I think Giorgio Armani should be in it. Um, I guess Ivanka Aspie, Trump. Ivanka Trump. Just kidding. Uh, Donald well, could. Yeah, why not? Nineteen seventies. Yeah, yeah nineteen seventy. Donald could be in it. Um, oh right, it's the seventies. What about uh, Meryl Streep as her character in The Devil Wears Prada? Absolutely. Yeah. Fantastic. Definitely. So we can have we can have a little bit of like crossover of real life fashion icons and film fashion icons. Mm-hmm. Like Derek Zoolander maybe could be there. Derek Zoolander would be an excellent addition for this movie. Awesome. Hansel awesome. as well, if we can have them Hansel. all. Mm-hmm. Mugatu. No Mugatu. I think uh, Mugatu kind of canceled. I think Mugatu got canceled. I think I think trying to assassinate the prime minister of Micronesia will do oh, that. Oh yeah, mm, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. That's true. That's true. Sorry anyway, about the Mugatu anyway. spoilers. Yeah. Um, if you haven't seen the 1998 movie Zoolander. <laughs> so <laughs> big, Den, big spoilers there. So good old Den Fujita skips the big business lunch to make a phone call with his son because Japan is 12 hours ahead. And so he's mm-hmm. able to call his son right before he goes to bed that night and wish him a good night while Yo-Yo Ma is playing violin. Or ch- cello, excuse me. Really cello. 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 Mm-hmm. You could have him play violin if you want to. Yeah, that'd be actually kind of a cool twist. Agreed. Okay. You know, and he's, but he's playing it like a cello, like he's kind of crouched <laughs> on the floor. <laughs> um, uh, he, gets out, he gets off his call with about 10 minutes to spare before he has to go back to selling purses, and he runs into... Another purse seller from Oklahoma who will be played by Adam Driver. Nice. Um, Adam Driver invites him to get a burger across the street with him. Uh, It's Den Fujita's first time in America, so he is not familiar with different brands. And so they go inside a restaurant with a red roof and some golden arches on it. No, Pizza Hut. A Pizza Hut, obviously. (laughs) And they order a hamburger, and Den Fujita loves his hamburger, and he says it's delicious. And he asks Adam Driver, like, what is this place? And he's like, oh, it's McDonald's. Like, we have them all over. You don't have McDonald's in Japan? Oh. They do not have McDonald's in Japan, which is Den Fujita's oh. big idea here, is to finally bring back some food for his son to fulfill his promise. 
make something new. Dang. Wow. So does he fill all his purses with burgers? He does. And sneak them through he customs? Fills, he fills a bunch of purses in, with burgers back to the United States, <laughs> back to Japan. That's how he flies back oh, with them. Oh, is this the Hamburglar origin story? <laughs> <laughs> it's starting to become I that. I think I got it. <laughs> <laughs> so Den Fujita and this Does he part get is thrown in jail. He, okay, not, he makes it. He makes it through customs with all of the burgers, and he serves some to his son and the downstairs neighbor Yo Yo Ma. And they all agree that it's fabulous and delicious, and that he should try to start a franchise in Yo Yo Ma's. Like, oh my god, this is so delicious! I'm going to start playing cello instead of violin. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's like Yo Yo Ma once had uh, like a slider, but then he had a Big Mac, and he was like. Sliders are so 1969, as is the violin. Now mm. I'm a Big Mac boy, aka yeah. cello man. Right, he gets oh, maybe he, get, he gains so much weight that he like he's like too large and girthy a man to play <laughs> to play the violin. He's just he needs a bigger instrument. His his fingers have become too fat for the violin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Pretty sure the cello wasn't invented until like late 1970s. Yeah. Well, we've already kind yeah. of played a little bit of liberties with anachronisms and stuff. Sure, 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 sure. <laughs> All right, so tell me, Frank, what's the next step in this story? Well, he goes to the department store, run by Ken Watanabe, and says, mm-hmm. I would like to start a restaurant here. You're the most upscale, classy restaurant in the world. Most uh, classy, upscale store in this world. You need mm-hmm. the most classy, upscale restaurant, which is obviously, as we all know, McDonald's. Right, mm-hmm. of course. So, yeah. Of course. Ken Watanabe agrees on two conditions, and those conditions are the first is that the store needs to be 500 square feet, which is roughly the fifth the size of your average McDonald's. And two, yes, and two, the second condition is that the department store is going to be closed for a holiday weekend in a couple of months for three days, and that is the time that he has to build the entire restaurant. And so he has a total of 39 hours to build a McDonald's. Holy oh moly! So, what a ch- what a gauntlet! Seriously, so, I would watch a, a reality show about this for sure. Well, you're about to see a movie about it, courtesy of <laughs> me right, right. and the Earthworms <laughs> that helped me design this pitch. I kind of just uh, I, I I I lost myself for a second and realized far too late after the words had left my mouth that I'm actually recording a podcast right now. <laughs> Will, is it, is it, Will, is it possible that we can get a, one of your famous and beloved songs uh, included in my pitch? Oh, boy. Oh, of course, yeah. Okay. I'm yeah, not quite if there. you don't do the I'm loving it jingle. Yeah, I, t- tell me when you need it, and I I'll, have a jingle. I'll lay it on you. I'll need it in just a minute here. So, so he can you assembles, sing it in Japanese? Uh, <laughs> can you, Will? <laughs> no. So he builds a team to meet the challenge. He find, he recruits an eccentric architect who's going to be played by Stanley Tucci to design nice. a micro McDonald's. Uh, Tucci's so good. Oh, yeah. Touch of the Tucci in everything. Can uh, everybody in this heist team be bald, Frank? Sure. I think awesome. the next person would work well for that because Florence Pugh is going to be playing <laughs> awesome. the, oh. the engineer that designs the micro kitchen for his oh, fantastic. McDonald's. And, she looks so hot bald. And to... To lead the surly gang of construction workers is Takeshi Kitano, who is, Ooh. if any of your listeners have seen Battle Royale, he plays the evil high school oh, teacher in that. Sure, 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 sure. <laughs> I haven't seen it in a very long time, but good flick. A- amazing flick. Don't shortchange it. So this is, and again, this is a true story. So again, he had those two conditions that he had to build a store in 39 hours. And so what he did is he checked out an, uh, a retail, or a, a warehouse 
and recruited a team of construction workers to practice building it on loop until they could, they basically did dress rehearsal constructions until they could build a McDonald's in 39 hours. Dude, this sounds like so Ocean's Eleven right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, man. This, I, I'm imagining oh, I get kind it. of... So he doesn't have from that moment, he, it's the... No, no, no. no. Sorry. He, no, it's I, yeah. okay. He's got he's to rehearse for the window. Yes. He's got the yes. window. Okay. So while he's prepping for the window, I think maybe this would be a nice time for a song from Will about... Yeah. The, uh, like a montage song? I think a montage song. I think a good montage song for people yeah. practicing, building, and Florence Pugh's making like a... She's got like a, a welder's helmet on. Stanley Tucci Ooh, is scribbling on, on a, a architecture notes. <laughs> Show some... Or add in some uh, sounds of like hammers... It's so loud in my ears. <laughs> I'm working. What? There's so many burgers. I'm gonna have to sell. But before we make those burgers, we gotta go through hell. It's construction time for McDonald's. But there's so much work to do. We only got. Japanese code, which is a lot more strict than building code in the USA. Because they make their walls out of paper, and that's really, really hard to do right. It's building a McDonald's in Japan. It's gotta be proof and it's also got to have a sushi bar that's all i got this is great thank you the only part i I apologize to our japanese listeners (laughs) do you think we can take out is the part about the sushi bar because they very specifically didn't want fish well yeah but don't they put all sorts of wild things in 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 like Asianized American fast food chains. Uh, well, let's hear about it from Frank. Yeah, let's hear about it from Frank. I, I bought you some time, Frank. Thank you. <laughs> um, so they 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 practice their construction until they're able to build the shop in 39 hours, and they do it in one wild like midnight run of them. I, I in real life, I don't think they had to sneak into the building with wrenches, but maybe they forgot the key. <laughs> so in this one, they do have to. To give it some more high Yeah, because if you go back for the key, that's time wasted. Exactly. They don't have time. So they lose the key and have to sneak inside the building. And you just get another killer montage of Florence Pugh with the welder's helmet on and all these like surly Japanese construction workers. And they work through the night and the store opens. And it's a big success. And it becomes hugely popular. And his son loves it. Yo-Yo Ma loves it. Ken Watanabe loves it. The whole crew loves it. And it becomes a major franchise in Japan. Um, it even takes the attention of Ray Kroc, who's the founder and CEO of McDonald's and was played Get by Michael Keaton a few Get years ago. Will he play Ray Kroc in this film too? I think he has to. I think this is a spiritual yes. sequel to the founder of wow. a pretty mediocre movie, but Michael wow. Keaton is okay in it. 
Um, <laughs> and hopefully Wasn't he, he will be at least for an okay Oscar? in this movie as well. <laughs> Wasn't he better than okay? Wasn't he nominated for an Oscar for that? Or am I completely wrong? Was, I didn't see yeah, it. Just he didn't it deserve it. Yeah, I, uh, Fair enough. I don't know. <laughs> Fair enough. I, I Fair would, enough. I, it's fine. It's a fine movie, but it's just it's, fine. It's an argument for another time. So I, I'll be honest. This is kind of where the true story nature of this story ends. That's 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 the story of Japanese McDonald's. But, Are you going to be taking some liberties from well, now on, Frank? Well, I think I, sh- I think I should, but I could use some help deciding where it needs to go next. Most oh, definitely, most definitely. I've got my I've got my uh, ideas panties on. And I'm raring to go. So the year is 1970. We mm-hmm. have this new McDonald's. It's very successful. Um, what if there was a, a, a rival restaurant and say this rival restaurant was also selling hamburgers? So this McDonald's is not the first place uh, in Japan to, to sell hamburgers. But this rival restaurant's uh, their hamburgers are, are just not quite the same size as McDonald's hamburgers. Uh, and are they like Mondo big? They're, no, no, no! They're not Mongo big. They're Mongo tiny. They're like they're sliders. <laughs> this is this is the place uh, that Yo-Yo Ma got that slider mm. that we talked about. Um, but they decide mm. that they they need to they need to up the size of their uh, their burgers, but they don't want to use any extra like actual material. So they decide that in- instead they're gonna throw their burgers into a nuclear reactor. Okay. Somebody, and does it create a somebody take that meaty Godzilla? That's exactly what I was hoping would happen. So somebody, you're talking about a giant hamburger kaiju. Talking about Meatzilla or Hamzilla. Okay. Or really, whatever, whatever you would, whatever kind of Zilla that you'd like. That's like a little bit of a departure from the yeah, tonal departure, but. We can, it's up. Let's let's just. Uh, I like uh, it. Put a put a bow in that. Well, um, how about? <laughs> okay. Right, then. Here's the thing about. Do you come up with something better, you chachki? Uh, well, uh, my idea. I, 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 how about we? Okay. How about we have Frank? We'll do a little competition for Frank's yes. affection. Ooh, okay. I love this. Okay. Uh, Meatzilla is very good, Jacob. It's very good. How about? I was thinking more. Um, Father, uh, what's our main character's name? Kenny? Sure. <laughs> yeah, so Kenny. He, uh, but not Kenny he's G. Made, he's made this very... Uh, it's Kenny G. He's made this very solemn promise to his son about 
uh, having good good hamburgers, right? He, and he that made was good like, on that already. He's uh, he was uh, he's he comes from such humble roots, you know. He's 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 just a, a humble handbag salesman and a good father who just wants to provide tasty treats for his son. Um, but now he's got this really big shot, uh, successful McDonald's franchise going in Japan. Um, could perhaps the second part of the b- movie be he he kind of lose, loses sight of the dream a little bit. He gets uh, wrapped up in his own ambition. He becomes a, a real hamburger mogul uh, and uh, risks losing the, the love and affection of his son. Uh, because he's, you know, he's got big dollar signs, big, big meaty dollar signs in his eyes. Do, do you see what I'm, where, where I'm going with this? You I know? do. I like he's, it. I like it. I, kinda, I see where you're going with this, Will, and be, I begrudgingly have to say that I like it. It's like, uh, it's like kind of a there will be blood, except there will be hamburgers kind of situation. So my you know? two, my two options are Jacob's pitch of Meatzilla and Will's well, pitch of. Let me, <laughs> Luke could offer one too. Uh, I'm yeah. expecting that Luke will offer one, and let me just <laughs> say that I I was not when I started pitching Meatzilla. I was not aware that there was going to be a competition for Frank's Frank's affections. <laughs> yeah, we really sprung that on you unfairly. I was just, Jacob, I was, you can come back after Luke's pitch, and so you get. I like find a, it hard to believe you would have pitched anything else. Had you known. <laughs> You're just a Meatzilla yeah. kind of guy. <laughs> A big ball of meat, Silla boy. <laughs> we'll we'll see if if yeah we'll see if inspiration. Strikes, I'm withholding judgment. Ahead, I want to hear all the ideas before. <laughs> all right, so this purse department store is a place of luxury, right? Yes. They sell the finest brands: Louis Vuitton, Prada, Chanel, Montblanc. Oh, look who knows fashion now. Yeah. (laughs) I was going to say, you don't know any others. That's like three more than I could have named. But go on. Um, Which means that on any given day, there's a lot of cash in the place, right? Agreed. Which makes it a target for an American thief who's made his way to Japan. He's called Fat LaCroix. (laughs) And he has an ins- an insatiable appetite for both burgers and for stolen money. I, I know that this it's not my place at all to, to tamper with this, Luke, but could he please be French-Canadian? <laughs> no, he, I'm sorry. He has to be American. Okay. Because he gets himself into a real pickle when he tries to rob this department store. The security is just a bit too good for him, and he has to take hostages. Because he knows he's not going to get out of there unnoticed. Oh. As he has these hostages, there are negotiations that last, you know, five or six days with the Japanese police force. And uh, this guy, Fat LaCroix, he's got to eat something. And he loves burgers more than anything, and he loves American burgers. But since he's a true American, he knows you don't get the best burgers at McDonald's. What is this? You get them. What you get this? the juicy Lucy at Matt's. Oh, okay. You get. Mm, uh, I was gonna. You say, get them at yeah. those real hole in the wall diners. You know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So he's disappointed, and he ends up pointing his gun at our man Kenny, <laughs> and saying, "Each of the five days, 
you've got to make me a better burger tomorrow or I'm going to kill you oh and my I'm a hostages. God. So each of the five days, Kenny has to up his game. The first day, he just serves him the regular burger. It's not good enough. The second day. So does a hostage he, die? Uh, what's that? So we lose a hostage on the first day? No, the first day was when the threat goes down. Okay. So day two, he's like, okay, this is serious. What can I do? He invents the double cheeseburger. Oof. And Fat LaCroix is like, yo, this is better. So I can't kill you. But I still want something better. Where I'm from, this isn't that original. Mm. Even though it's the first double cheesy in Japan. Mm. Not in the United States. Mm. That's exactly how Fat LaCroix got fat. <laughs> from, specifically from double cheesies? <laughs> so day three, he just throws on like a shitload of condiments. And Fat LaCroix is a condiment lover, so it passes so the like improvement the test. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Instead of having you completely bare me. meat. Like you do. <laughs> um, but now Kenny knows he's kind of at the end of his rope because he's thrown everything he's got. Extra patties, extra cheese, extra condiments. He's really got nothing left in stock. Really blew his load in the first two days. Should have been a little so, more tactical about that. Yeah, he should have. But he spends his final two days crafting the perfect fusion burger, which combines the breakfast from the beginning of the film, the rice and fish, into a patty with beef and cheese mm. and condiments. And uh, Fat LaCroix just goes nuts for it. And this is the first time obviously that there's a mcdonald's in japan but it's the first time that mcdonald's global sees like yeah we should start catering to different cultural criminals. tastes <laughs> and to criminals <laughs> because mcdonald's does negotiate with terrorists and that's really the message of this movie that was that was beautiful like you didn't really stick with the original formula that you had set out at all of have, him having to make five burgers each one better than the last but yeah, we it definitely lost still, a well, hostage the final, in the there, final but two days I don't mind. It was the, there were a couple hostages, I think, that were lost. There were a total of three burgers over the course of five days. No, the first day was the plant burger. Then there was the double Second cheesy. Day. Then there was the sloppy boy. And then there was the fish burger. Yeah. And then I said the, the final two days, he perfects the, the fusion burger. Yeah, he makes so a he shitty spends, fusion burger wait, that's still better than the other burgers. Oh. And then he does a better fusion burger. All right. I'll I think it. I'd rather have him just spend two days on it, knowing he's losing a hostage, but that it'll be worth it. <laughs> he's <laughs> he so names dedicated. it after the hostage that <laughs> so died. Dedicated exactly. to the craft. Yeah, Fat, Fat LaCroix shoots Kenny and a hostage, but Kenny survives <laughs> to make another burger. Yeah, <laughs> the, the hostage's name is Lucy. Please recommend your friends to listen to our podcast. We'd really love it. It would mean a lot. Sometimes they're songs. Well, I, I, so I, I, of these three pitches, Meatzilla, Hostage Burgers, or the There Will Be Blood twist. There will be burgers, yeah. Uh, I say yes. All of them. <laughs> All of them. Combine them. Yeah. I think right, let's let's this, see you land this. Well, <laughs> this can be like a this can be like a Goodfellas type thing that you know it starts. No, off. I think it's all very intuitive. I think. Um, okay. Okay. The, bring it together. Uh, 
So the rival the rival burger chain has made its hamburgers, and they are near a nuclear power plant. Mm-hmm. Which is it? Fat Lacroix his name. Yeah, yeah, Fat... sure is. <laughs> It's just there's uh, no other Can is we get can we get Canadian an actor man. for Fat Lacroix? It helps me kind of visualize if I've got a, a performer. I feel like yeah, it's you could be someone him. menacing. Who? I think, some... you could, I think you could play him, Frank. What are you trying to say about me? Okay. No, I'm not saying that. Uh, well, I'm just saying that you you got that gravitas. You know, <laughs> you, got the chops. you got that menace. As, I also am imagining a... him with a big Bayou accent. Uh, yeah, I was going to say as as proven by Frank's turn as Big Bayou. Big Bayou Frank in the lost final chapter of the Big F3. Proven really only to the people in this call, Frank. but... Uh... <laughs> I, I mean, I mean no offense by this, Frank, but I don't think you're fat enough to play Fat LaCroix. No, it's, it's in fair. fact, you're not fat at all. Um, and also, I don't think you're menacing enough. Who is that well, guy? I do declare... <laughs> <laughs> That's just what I wanted. That's everything that I wanted. Well, I do declare that this here hamburger is one of the finest hamburgers I have ever consumed. That's per- so. I think what we need is John Goodman with you doing the voiceover. Oh yeah, yeah. Avr Frank with John Goodman. The only problem with that is that John Goodman has lost a lot of weight recently. Uh, but for this role, we could get him to. He can put it back on. Can we? On. Can we use Martin Scorsese's Irishman technology to age him down before he lost his weight? <laughs> Yes, it should only yes, cost two hundred million dollars. But <laughs> yeah, all right. So that's that's your vision. Well, yeah. That's so he arrives in town. Um, he yeah. flies off. He gets off the plane and he gives a big sniff. Is like mm, burgers in the air. So um, I think he would. I think he tries the hostage thing at the at the rival burger place first which is how they all end up in the nuclear power plant is in oh. his escape he blows up the restaurant and a bunch of burgers land um and and when kenny hears this he actually doesn't mind at all because he's become just such a megalomaniac over making burgers and his burgers will be blood phase mm-hmm. that Damn. he he is delighted to hear that his rival has been blown up and he actually invites uh, he invites Fat Lacroix into his own restaurant to reward him. Mm, and, critical and to, error there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He really he, he he invites the the wolf into the the chicken den. He's that, hubris. I, we've all been there. <laughs> we have all been, and it never went the right way for any of us. No, no. no sometimes no. you invite the mole man in your house. Sometimes you invite a bad guest on your podcast. It all it all lands <laughs> in the same place. We, we've never done that. Um, we only have the finest of guests. That's right. Um, I, 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 let's see, to stick the landing, I think that the question is, does Luke, did you envision that Fast LaCroix, he likes the five burgers and just leaves, or does he still need to die at the end of this film? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he likes the burgers so much that he gives himself up on the condition that he can get served a burger a day in prison in Japan. If I may say, maybe a counterpoint is Fast LaCroix. He finishes his fusion burger and he loves it. And he says, hmm, well, now I ain't going nowhere after this. I'm going to stay in this restaurant as long as I want. And then he just continues to He just that, that's why that's how Kenny has realized his, his, his second great error in that he's made it. So yeah. he never wants to leave the restaurant. 
And then within three weeks, all 500 square feet of the restaurant are occupied by <laughs> Fat McRoy <laughs> as he expands. Uh, yeah, we can but have what about sort of Godzilla? Like a Godzilla's Python. still on the loose here, Frank. Hmm? Maybe Godzilla oh, can stomp shit, on I Fat McRoy. No, that can just be like a completely ancillary plot. It's like, because they're, they're just in their little worlds, and so it doesn't really matter what's going on in the outside world, because in... Inside of this 500 square foot McDonald's, all is right. And so, unless, although the world is crumbling around them, gone. Well, gone, unless Frank. Fats LaCroix gets so big that he can't be satisfied by the amount of burgers he's being fed, uh, he has to fight. And he has to fight and eat the biggest yeah, burger yeah, of yeah, all. Yeah, 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 wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, it. Yeah, 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 and so yeah, he yeah. and Kenny team up. So Kenny's job is to, uh, right before he they fight the Meatzilla, and Kenny and his team of crooks, including. Uh, Florence Pugh and Stanley Tucci are basically preparing condiments and toppings on the fly and putting it on a corner of Meatzilla right before John Goodman takes right. a bite out of it. Sure, sure, sure. I think that can win some Oscars. I yeah, think it just I mean, did, it definitely honestly. retains its Oscar bait status, I'd say. I think it does, especially because it, at the end it becomes all about bait. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So true. So true, and, and you know that the Academy loves a movie that much in the way that that burger fused Eastern and Western foods, mm-hmm. this pitch fuses many different genres, many different types of movies, mm-hmm. but it all comes together in a, in a beautiful, tasty mess. And we can always just have the green book guys just kind of drive through the middle of like maybe, <laughs> maybe Don Cherry goes on tour to Tokyo for a brief scene in the movie, just to guarantee it, just push it over the finish line. Yeah. It's yeah. Beautiful. It's beautiful. All right. Well, that's 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 my piece. I think. Thank you for your help on it, Frank. Our mold of a friend. Yeah, that was quite a pitch. It was quite yeah. a pitch. I will. I'll ship the heck out of that. I I certainly ship the hell out of that. Thank Especially you. Especially the 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 there will be hamburger part of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's so generous of you, Will. Does Does Will yeah, always well, record standing up? Yeah, it's <laughs> he, he does. It's, it's weird, disconcerting. Right? I've gotten, I've Does it completely change your concept of the podcast? Kind of. Like I, I didn't realize it was just your torso <laughs> delivering every good idea. But uh, you know, I'm, I'm surprised you couldn't hear that he was standing up. Yeah. In the past episodes, you could just yeah. hear the fact that Luke and I can never see his face <laughs> and only see one half of his body. I, I, if I had to look at your bald face. While recording, I would just be so distracted my face the whole is time. Involved. I would lose, I would lose track of my strain of thought because I'd be like, "Good God, I can, I can see." It's weird. We're on a Skype call, but I can still see my reflection in this man's dome. <laughs> <laughs> um, listeners, please hit us up on social media. Yeah, let us know if Jacob should nair his eyebrows. Yeah, let me know. Let, and um, yeah. Vote on the poll that's probably still up. Yeah, I mean it's it's just a tweet. It's not it's not a poll or anything. So you can just you can visit it whenever. Yeah, tell us which director we should pitch next. Right. That's at pitch underscore hunt on Twitter. Um, but that's our social handle across platforms. You can reach us at info at pitchhunt.org or Jacob at pitchhunt.org. Or will it pitchhunt.org? 
and through lukeatpitchhunt.org. Don't forget. And we're going to create a new email address, moleman at pitchhunt.org. Yeah. Frank, yeah, 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 yeah. Frank, if people want to follow my, you, my digging exploits, they can find yeah, me. Yeah, do you have any other accounts to plug, Frank? Uh, yes, I, I am on Twitter at Frank, no thanks. Um, and I'm on Letterboxd at Frankie P. Meyer. Um, and hopefully I'll be digging in a town near you soon. Yeah. Um, I mean that's inevitable. It's right. true. I, it's all as soon as the as soon as the shelter in place. Is the sky blue? Well, not no. where I not where I go. It's all just dirt. <laughs> 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 thank you for having me, guys. It has yes, been. Thank you so much for coming I, on. Thanks, this long period of digging, pitch hunt has been uh, a regular listen, and it's always been very fun to hear the pitches. Well, I, I, I hope that we can. Do you do you want to drop our catchphrase on our listeners? We love you. We, we love you. Yes. Is that it? Does it stay pitchy? Yeah. 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 You got both the of them. True super fan. Stay, stay might, pitchy I'm, out there. I might shrink back into the earth after that, after <laughs> getting it wrong. I consider we love you to be you just gotta, as much You got it double right. Yeah. yeah. Got, but for real, we, we do love each and every one of you. We really do. We really truly do. And stay pitchy out there, folks. Stay safe. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bye.